I'm Dylan, and join me as we look back on the rich history of doom metal and its sister sounds based on the recounted tales of its followers. Every week we will have a different guest to spin their yarn. You can visit the website at diaryofdoom.com, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, follow the podcast on diaryofdoom.podbean.com, and subscribe and listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you may get your podcasts from. And if you have a question or want to pitch something or whatever, you can fire off an email to diaryofdoom1968 at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon that you can support for additional episodes and whatnot. You can find that over at patreon.com slash diaryofdoom. Uh, and because I've been forgetting, I do have to do a shout out for Nathan Sizemore from one of my favorite podcasts, I Hope You Suffer, for becoming a patron uh, to the aforementioned patreon a while ago so now you are a stoner rock goober nathan i know i call him a goober or in french it's goober or goober but you goober welcome to the stoner rock goober army if you take a gander at the eastern seaboard of the united states at least from a galaxy brain perspective it has an extremely vague resemblance to that of the human male's anatomy follow it down and inevitably you'll find a long protruding object and it is not lost on me that the only people we hear about from Florida is its claim to fame, the Florida Man. For better or for worse, today we have two of those Florida Mans with us. Representing South Florida, perhaps the southernmost tip of the state, if you catch my drift, we have Cowards and Thieves joining us for this week's chapter. So thank you to Ryan from uh, Slightly Fuzz for doing the hookup here. And I'm, uh, I'm not actually even sure who I'm speaking with today. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, we'll introduce ourselves. Hey, my name's Chip. I'm the one in the hat for the visual people. And if you're on audio, imagine me wearing a hat backwards. And I'm Stefan. <clears throat> I don't have a hat on. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, Chip and Stefan. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Hey, thanks for having us. So they uh, have already released an EP. It's called Bread and Circuses. It came out on October 2nd, 2020. They have a forthcoming album being released on Friday the 13th of this month. Uh, so that'll actually be directly after this episode comes out. But uh, leading up to all that, you know, what are your, uh, I guess I should also add that they, they are literally recording this from their van because they are on tour for this album. But what are your earliest experiences with music? Like, you know, did you have a, uh, a musical upbringing or was it something you found on your own? For me, like, like the first music that I really remember is, you know, my parents playing music around the house, cleaning. A lot of thriller, a lot of early Michael Jackson rings my bell. Just later on, I, I inherited my parents' records and it got deeper and deeper from there. That's a lot cooler than mine. I grew up in Chicago <laughs> and my, no one in my family listened to music, really. I mean, my mom would put on the country station and she never even really liked country music. So I don't understand why she would listen to that. Maybe it was to make us miserable but I would skateboard. And if I skateboarded like five blocks down, there was a record store called Rolling Stones Records. And we'd go in there and it would smell funny. And uh, <laughs> they would have CD listening stations. So I'd put on headphones and I'd hear new albums. So like the first album I bought was like Evil Empire by Rage Against the Machine, which is fucking really cool to be honest. Can I swear on here? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Cool. How about you? What would, how did you find music? I mean, it's always been something in my life, probably because um, both like my dad, for one, was really into 
uh, like he was the guy that tipped me off to Pink Floyd. So like that's just something that's always been Word. A, a strong connecting bit, a strong bit of connective tissue between my father yep. and I. And you know, I have a very um, vivid memory of I think driving down the shore and we were listening to the wall, and he had to like he just basically explained what was happening in every song. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. You, he's like, you would love this because it's like animated and they turn into like monsters and shit. And I was like, cool. And then watch yeah. the movie and I'm like, I'm sad. <laughs> Where are you located? I, I am in Brooklyn, New York. Hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. We, we'll, we'll bring, we'll bring someone on we'll later. You'll, you'll know him. <laughs> you won't know him. Okay. Um, we went to the same bodega together. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> That's really cool that you like, yo, a lot of, uh, I bonded with my dad over a lot of classic rock too. He asked me to play Layla when he dies. So there's one for you. Nice. Uh, cause sometimes on the radio for Layla at the end of it, there would either be a bird or not a bird. So we'd have to listen to all of fucking Layla to figure out if it's a fucking bird or not the bird at the end of the song. <laughs> Who has so, the uh, time of day to listen to all of Layla? <laughs> <laughs> Derek and his dominoes. Derek and the dominoes. <laughs> On the flip side of that, my mom was a punk, so she was always out in New York during the during the punk scene. So she hit me to stuff like you know Patti Smith and Iggy Pop, the Ramones, Dead Kennedys, all that classic shit. Black oh fuck Flag, yeah. you know all the classics, Bad Brains, and all that shit. So it was mom you know, was a punk that rocker. Was, it was always helpful to have that as like a backbone, and you know, of course, I went through like you know the shitty pop music when you're young and then the new metal of you know the 90s and um i think we could probably be the band that i most closely uh, identified with for most of my life before i got way deeper into heavy metal was probably nine inch nails and they're like oh metal, they're metal periphery yeah. anyway so um, but that's probably the band that's been with me like the longest um, since like when I really like actually started to understand and give a shit about music. Yo, no, Nine Inch Nails is like a, is a gift that keeps giving, especially like headphone headphones. Nine Inch Nails, there's things that you probably will hear for the first time now, you know? Yeah, and they always bring it live. They're an incredible live band. How, have you, how many times have you seen them live? I want to say I've seen them at least nine times. <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't go anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have I to must. retire. <laughs> Nine times Dylan. Nine inch Dylan. Ooh, nice. edit, edit. Nah, poor name. Yeah. <laughs> For the inevitable career. Well, you um, have all the webcams, so let's go. Yeah, where Brooklyn at? <laughs> do you have, like, I know you said Evil Empire, but do you have, like, a landmark album that kind of made you start thinking about music differently? Or maybe it, like, helped you sort of get more into heavy metal and whatnot for me i would skateboard and i would listen to nirvana unplugged um <laughs> which metal. is which is crazy and i would play guitar and stuff and then um i was never good at guitar and then somebody showed me songs for the death and i was like this is the heaviest poppiest hardest hitting shit i've ever heard i need to play drums and i just picked up drums and knew how to play like it was really wild. So the riffs on that album are really heavy for me. Songs for the Death, Queens of the Stone Age. I went to uh, Ozfest '97 and '98, um, and I was more excited about Cold Chamber than I was Neurosis. So <laughs> that's where I was at. So I take that Diary of Doom. Whatever, I was there. You weren't. The very least you could say you went to see you went to fucking Ozfest, but that's yeah. pretty fucking funny. What? When did they stop Ozfest? 
oh late like oh man maybe 10th fact no fact checking Ozfest is still are going. you an old no head fact. if you went to Ozfest? i i don't know i've never been to Ozfest, so that was kind of before my time what I about think. like um or it was like, like happening ma- when i was not into all that stuff yet what kind of like what what festivals like what did you attend like when i was a kid i went to like pop punk festivals like bamboozle and you know, oh, had had to sit through a bunch of shitty pop punk bands that I wouldn't have wasted my time seeing at uh, then. The weird thing being there were like a bunch of metal bands I probably would have enjoyed. Um, and then I didn't really go to that many. I went to a few like around I went like here and there, but uh, I haven't really started going to more music festivals uh, up, up until more recently. Like I've been to Psycho Las Vegas twice oh, and uh, I went to de- the first Desert Fest here in New York and hopefully uh, that'll be going off without a hitch. Uh, that kicks off next week actually. So it'll, when this episode drops, it'll be the first day of Desert Fest New York City. Yeah, well, welcome to Desert Fest. What up yeah. St. Vitus? Yeah, what up? So like, you know, I like all that. I, I, I dig a good fest, you know, and I'm hoping that next year I'll be able to, add, you know, get out of the country again and go to road oh, cool. or something like that. So where'd you um, go to, where'd you go to festivals then? You went to like Warp Tour and shit? No. I, well, like I said, I did Bamboozle and I went to a couple, like I went to one in Jersey City and I went to one in South Carolina. That was kind of like a oh, monster cool. energy drink, heavy metal festival. And then uh, I don't think I went to any of the other ones after that. I went to another one in New York City a few years ago, but that was more, that wasn't like heavy metal based. So yeah, I've been trying to get out and do some more, you know, cause they, they always have a lot of cool fucking bands on the lineup. Hell yeah. So when you said that you went to the festivals and you have to sh- sit through a bunch of shitty pop punk bands, no, no, yeah, fucking name them. Uh, who were you sitting through them to see? Up more other shitty pop punk bands, you know, like, like I was there to see Coheed and Cambria and the Mighty Sick. Mighty Boss Tones. I was not there to see All Time Low. Like, Ooh, okay, sorry. that band blows. I, yeah, <laughs> no beef. Take us on tour, All Time Low. Yeah, take us on tour to fight us. I never heard one of your songs, but I'm your biggest fan. Wait, um, what about the movie Life? You know that band? Yeah, actually, we saw. Vinny Caruana do a movie life set at one of those festivals. Fuck um, yeah, that's his, what I figured. What was his other band? Uh, I the mean, Avalanche. I, I am the Avalanche. I am the Avalanche, not the Avalanche. You're correct. Yeah, I think it was them doing the like doing the covers, but I don't know. Fuck, was that just, cool? I mean, I thought it was like fine. My friends were really amped about it. You know, that sure. was just never really my thing. I was mostly just there because there were a few bands, and I was like, well, I want to hang out with my friends, so I'm going to this thing. Word. Yo, movie life is the shit. You go to shows in Brooklyn? All the time. All the time. Brooklyn Bazaar? Brooklyn Bazaar's gone. R.I.P. Yeah, they did not make it. Yeah, neither did we. We're done. Um, <laughs> that venue can't make it. What chance do we have? What else is out there? There was that awesome venue in Brooklyn. Uh, I mean, like, St. Vitus, Elsewhere. Uh, St. Vitus there's a whole bunch of other ones. Uh, One, two, three, no Rio? Haven't been there. There's been a bunch of Trans Pecos lately. That's kind of like uh, it's in the, that sort of like Saint Vitus network. Uh, Le Poisson Rouge is a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of great shows there. I saw High on Fire there and Spirit oh, there in October. What's like the capacity on that room? Like, what kind of room is it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Actually, 400 people. Oh, that's a cool. That's a cool show. High on yeah, Fire yeah. to 400 people. Yeah, that's like a fuck. 
Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, it's New York. It's like, there's yeah. two, there's so many great venues here yeah. that like, you know, on, on one, on any given night, there'll be like five great shows going on. Fuck. You know? That's so like, cool, man. The day after my birthday, Blood Incantation and Full of Hell are playing at, as well as this Japanese psychedelic rock band, Kikagaku Moyu, and they're calling it quits. And I'm just like, God damn it. Whoa. That, that, <laughs> so, that's, a, that, that's a legit choice. Sophie's choice. So there's going to be some venue hopping that night. Yeah, sick as fuck. Hey, wait, here, I got one for you. Is Silent Barn still around? Oh, it's been gone. Did you ever go? No, never got, never went there. I never, if that was part of like the old crop of the venues, like um, there was a venue called the Acheron that was sort of the St. Vitus before St. Vitus, and that's been, that's long gone. Oh, where? Yo, what's your favorite restaurant in the area? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Castle? My kitchen. <laughs> your kitchen? Oh, okay. What, you cook? we just do a lot of home cooking but yeah no i i don't i mean i have a few but like in the area i don't know i just uh i i can't even think of one off the top of my head i give my favorite bar oh what's your favorite bar <laughs> gold star beer counter baby oh cool what's Love that metal that bar shit you asking old high mcgee over here what's uh, that metal bar duffs yeah duffs is cool i've only been i think i've only been there once i went there at like fuck two o'clock in the morning <laughs> after a show Cool. What you do, it's you go right. there at 2 yeah, in the I think... morning. Exactly. What are you going to do, go there at fucking 5 p.m.? Yes, I'd like a, uh, a an appetizer cocktail, please, at your yeah. fine establishment of Duff's. How did you guys uh, put this thing together? Is this your first band doing this? Is this your first time doing a band, or have you guys been in bands before this? Uh, we've collectively been in all the bands ever. We met in another band previous to these bands. We're in two bands right now currently, uh, one of them being Cowards and Thieves, and then the other one being No Coffin. So it's uh, him, myself, and a third who's afoot. But yeah, it's the three of us. Um, him and I met in another band, um, and after we stopped doing that band, we wanted to keep doing bands together. So we got these bands going. When you find someone that you like to travel with, don't let them go. Makes a world of difference. Yep. Yeah. You get to have fun on the road. What, what a concept. <laughs> For that being said, like with the benefits of like having cool people to travel with, um, and since this isn't your first rodeo, have you had any interesting or notable experiences on the road? Yeah, actually, we were just talking mm -hmm. about this. Um, we had played South Carolina, and um, we'll come up with the city later. But we played a we played a bar out there, and after the show, a wedding party came to our show so it's a bunch of very well-dressed lawyers yeah they were lawyers dc lawyers well, don't put on now they hear it and um there were some ambiguous lawyers there and they partied hard and that was probably the craziest that we ever had we partied with a bunch of lawyers <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny i was well, at saint Vitus the other night and there was like we were just like hanging out and then this like little pack of like wall street dudes came in like all nice and you know well dressed and wearing like a puffy vest to stay warm while the rest of us are in like fucking you know ratty fucking sweatshirts yeah. and shit and uh we're all just like what the hell who, who the hell are these guys like why are they are they here for the grindcore show hmm. this is this is bizarre maybe we should fight them we should yeah. fight them so we contemplated fighting them we ultimately did not you should have fought them but they were probably there for the grindcore 
bad. There's a lot. There's a lot to lose in that situation. You don't want to be the guys who like lost the fight to the Wall Street guy. No, fuck that. We were given a tip once that if you wanted to get a hotel in New York, to uh, get one in Wall Street on the weekend, and they're cheap. I've not heard that tip, but I'll keep it in mind if I ever need to get a hotel outside of my home in New York. (laughs) Um, For all your listeners out there who are visiting. You have one EP out, you know, uh, currently, and it came out October 2nd, 2020. I I would be shocked to hear if there were no issues uh, getting that puppy released, you know, given the state of the world at the time. But like, uh, how did that come together? You know, like, what were you trying to, you know, like, kind of like, what was your, I don't know, like, what was your goal, your intention, you know, putting it together? Obviously, it was, you know, put out some music so you can go tour is probably the obvious answer. So we were a newer band going into 2020. We had started playing shows. We wrote like a demo EP that is available on like Bandcamp and stuff. It's not like Spotifyable anymore. Um, Something to get like the wheels going, you know. And then we started playing shows in August 19. And then we kept playing shows and then we did like a weekend run in February 28th, 29th, because it was a leap year, March 1st of 2020. And then we had started booking a week run, ideally do a two in the fall. In December 19, we started tracking drums for Bread and Circuses. And then uh, the pandemic hit and we were already tracking guitars. So we had to do something, you know, train keeps it moving. So instead of touring, we made a movie. You made a movie. So if you go on YouTube, if you go on YouTube, Cowards and Thieves, Bread and Circuses, there's a full 18-minute short film of every single song in order that we filmed during the pandemic. And it's not just like us playing music instruments. (laughs) So you're now the second band to come on the podcast who has a movie. (laughs) Well, you had the Foo Fighters on? Fuck them. (laughs) No, no, no. no. It was this band from... uh, the UK called steak. Um, and they have like a 30, like a 30 or 40 minute long like, samurai movie to go. That's along sick with as fuck. Yeah. So, wait, could you say that name again? Once more steak. That's like, a good ass name too. Yeah. Yo, shout out. Like, shout, yo, States, bring us to Europe. Steak. steak bring <laughs> us, bring us to Europe. Yeah. We'll make a movie. Make, yeah. We'll make a sequel. We'll do a we'll, sequel. We'll do a sequel. We're trying make to do a, make a, a cinematic universe. What? Yo, trademark, trademark, trademark. That's not a bad idea. All right, yeah. steak. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk steak. Damn, um, Dylan, you really putting this whole thing together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Dylan yeah, wants so points like, on the back end. What? So, what was it like making a the, like a, a fucked up movie during a, a fucked up time? Well, I don't even know if it's fucked up. It could be a very pleasant film. No, it's just storytelling. Yeah. No, it's uh, it was a first time experience for us. We're, we're not filmmakers by any means um we're just some humans with cameras and editing software so um a lot of trial and error a lot of trial and success and a lot of uh no blood but there's a lot of sweat and tears involved i think what it was was you constantly especially during lockdown when all that happened in 2020 you're constantly watching movies and for me and my wife we're just watching horror movie after horror movie after Mm -hmm. horror movie and then we're like okay b and c and like even d horror movies are so good but it's more so the storytelling and what you can do when you don't have a budget jaws jaws the best movie ever so like what you can do with what you don't have i thought that was really cool and if we're not going to be able to tour we might as well do something we didn't get the nod at uh what's the sundance sundance they didn't call us 
They didn't call Fuck us. Fuck Sundance. Tell you ride, you call us. But uh, yeah, it was fun. It was different. It was a lot of work, but you had the time, so you had to do something. It's funny because we finished everything and like we're staying away from each other. We're like we didn't practice for forever, but we still like saw each other. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the whole entire band lived like two hours yep. away from each other. So Chip and I had to do a lot of pre-production before anyone came, so that when they came, they could just execute. So we filmed we filmed it twice, basically. Oh wow, it was weird, but yeah, cowards and thieves, YouTube, bread and circuses, and then it's cut up into individual music videos as well. I'm gonna check it out. The, Marijuana legal in New York, huh? I, yeah. It is legal actually, um, and uh, I just picked up some cool. uh, stuff in New Jersey as well. Water pipe, water pipe. Yeah, you remember that when you couldn't say that shit in the head shop? Yeah. You can what? (laughs) You can buy it in Jersey now. Yo, Jersey's cool. Jersey's got a lot of good bands. You've always been able to buy it in Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. But now you can do it. Yeah, you fuck with Thursday? Thursday? No, not really my thing. I mean, I had some friends who were really into them. Yeah. I was going to ask about your sound and like kind of like what kind of influences you were going to, you're trying to like channeling your music because uh it kind of like reminded me of acid bath a little bit sort of has like that 90s like metal rock kind of vibe you know what i mean that's really fucking cool it's a great compliment i'll take it the crazy thing about cowards and thieves is that um for for the 10 people who've told us what we sound like we've heard like 10 completely different answers so it's always cool to hear what people hear out of us so like hearing like hearing you say acid bath is really pretty fucking cool no, as for influences, you know, stoner rock shit, alternative shit, metal shit, rock shit, pop shit, pop shit, short shit, short shit. We're the we're the sum of our, all of, all of our experiences. So like we've been in a bunch of weird bands, and I think it kind of culminates in this band. Like they kind of crash all together. Powerhouse pop music. It's <laughs> a good one. I just think it's pop music and drop and uh, down tuned. Yeah, I. That's like. Kind of what, like, uh, that's a good way to describe it. It's kind of how I felt. It's got, like, that that moving energy and, like, tight, tight songs. Like, your EP, oh, cool. you know what I mean? It's, like, 15 minutes. Like, I felt like it was, like, I was, like, what's going on here? Records getting sensible with their running times again? They're not, like, fucking an hour and a half long and it's three songs? <laughs> yeah. Yo, at this point in the world, like, you're kind of competing. You could be doing anything else instead of listening to our music. You could be watching an episode of Friends, you know? Or you can be listening to our album. Like, we're not here to really take up much of people's time. Like, time is very valuable, especially in 2022 when options are vastly incredible. So... Yeah, it's like it's intentionally short, just you know, in and out, arrive, raise hell, leave. So, how did you get linked up with uh, slightly fuzzed? So we had followed each other for a while. I think he had heard Bread and Circuses. I think we did a compilation for someone else, and he and I were talking about releasing something. I was like, "Well, let's just do it. I got this thing on the line. Let's go. It's either this or we're gonna self-release it." And I said, "Let's do CDs." which we just picked up CDs today. And he said, do people still buy CDs? And I was like, yeah, they move on the road. Not like crazy, but like, uh, he's like, what if we did vinyl? Like, okay, if we do vinyl, we have to hit the road. We ain't gonna sell a bunch of copies of a record on our couch. So we got vinyl and here we are on the road. The record comes out 513 
uh, May 13th, but we're selling them now on this tour that culminates 512 in Miami back home. And then uh, we'll probably play at midnight. So we'll play as the record goes live on digital with all of our physical media available. Nice. Mm-hmm. Timing worked out nicely. Timing worked out nicely. Here we are in Orlando playing a Monday night show. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think has like changed for the band since you released the EP and now? Um, Because I got to check out the new track, uh, Divine Rule. Uh, Ryan was nice enough to send that over my way. And it's a little bit more harsh, but also like weirdly catchy. Like, is that kind of what you're going for on the new release? I think that naturally our song, our songs are going to develop and revolve around how we create. And if we want a poppy song, it's going to be poppy naturally because that's what we want. And if it's going to be heavy, it's because we're listening to heavy shit and we like heavy shit. All songs have to drive and all the songs have to move and not take up too much time. So yeah, that's a heavier song, but there's poppier songs and there's heavier songs than that that are way more aggressive on the record as well. And there's an acoustic song with slide guitar in it as well. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch going on there. We're just going to write and write and write, and whatever comes out of us is our own style we're creating. So, naturally, I want something that's going to come from us to be catchy. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, it has to have a hook or a sing-along chorus, kind of, one way or another. I like Nirvana a lot. You know, you were just talking about uh, watching, like, you know, B, C, and D-grade horror movies and whatnot. Do you have any love for the Friday the 13th since the album is coming out the same day? Yeah, of course. Yeah, which one? Which one's Jason goes to New York? Which one's that one? Number four? Five? Six? Six. Yo, that one's the shit. Yo, Jason goes to hell is the shit. Which was the one where he's in a space? Jason 10 is the shit. Um, which is the one where he is in a FBI like autopsy room and then the guy eats him and then becomes him oh i think that's six damn is that all ghost in new york maybe that's four Man- i don't know uh, yeah so the one the where he, is ta- we- he takes yeah. manhattan that's eight <laughs> perfect oh my god he it took him a while to get the fucking new york from lake erie <laughs> or whatever the fuck crap, crap crystal lake <laughs> slow ass jason yeah he has a feature on the record so we wanted to be uh we wanted to do him right yeah um, all oh. the all the background percussions, all the chum chum chums are him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, two movies after he goes to New York, he goes to fucking space. Yeah, dude. Where do you go after New York? You ready to go after New York? Fucking space, baby. Let's go. Cape Canaveral down the street. Yeah. So yeah, no, we like Friday the Thirteenth, but we're not really good at the trivia. So like, we're aware of shit that happened, but not in a canonical order. So if you have like YouTube comments, like, come at us. <laughs> get you some get you some you'll get a hard thumbs down once you're back from the tour and the album is out do you have anything else in the works to you know be that's to follow up on uh later on in the year or are you just gonna be like coasting on this for a little while oh no we are kooky ass people we're gonna stay busy um we have a weird agility and superpower as um this cowards trio because we're also technically no coffin so we can kind of uh take shows and stay on the road we want to play all the shows you've been listening to anything uh lately like what what's uh what what are your what's your tour uh soundtrack you got a tour playlist 
man, we've been on the road so much that I think we've burnt through everything. Um, I think we've listened to almost all of the music. We've 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 left this continent. We've gone to other continents. We've got to other areas of time. I think we've almost listened to everything. So like, we'll jam anything. If you guys have recommendations, we'll check it out on some new shit. I've been jamming that backslider album that came out maybe three weeks ago. I've been checking that one out. I have not. Oh, it's heavy as shit. Oh man, they're they're uh, from the Pennsylvania area allegedly. They bang. It's like a power sludge violence but so yeah check out backslider what about you stefan shit um i'm recording the no coffin album so i'm constantly listening to new mixes upon new mixes upon new mixes other than that uh we listen to npr every friday (laughs) (laughs) well we listen to all songs considered so i hear all the new shit that's coming out i listen to a lot of bands that we play with I like listening to the bands that we're going to play with. Oh, yeah. Listening to bands you're going to play with is a fun tour game of roulette of is this band good or not? <laughs> oh, well, maybe we shouldn't go down that road to avoid any potential oh, drama. <laughs> we will we will not name names on that one. Or fuck it. We'll name names. We're, we're, we're physically larger than most of them. So bring it. <laughs> They've all been pretty good, to be honest. We've been really lucky and fortunate. That is true. I am That's just good. fictitiously trying to fight people. If you're a drummer in a band and you leave immediately after your set and you play first, fuck you, though. <laughs> Big beef. Chili beef. I love that you listen to NPR on tour. That's amazing. <laughs> Why? It's just funny. I mean, I used to listen to so much NPR, and now I don't have a car anymore, so I don't listen to it ever. What was that playlist? So much. What was that playlist we were listening to? Oh, we listen to so much shit. You put some Bad Bunny all the time. You listen to uh, fucking slut pop or some shit. What was that? Slut pop. Fire. Crazy. The Eagles are cool too. <laughs> Yo, Desperado is the world's saddest song. <laughs> Yo. Desperado, listen to those lyrics. That's about not touring anymore. That's about giving up touring. It's a goddamn sad song. You know Hotel California is about a hotel in California? No, no shit. <laughs> yeah, California, Ohio. Yeah. Is that the truth of it? We know nothing, allegedly. (laughs) No fact-checking. We're the worst. What have I been listening to? I listened to Mastodon's uh, soundtrack for Jonah Hex, which is thousands, million million times better than the movie. That movie fucking sucks ass, but it's not bad. Totally listenable. Uh, I listened to the split between the between Domecraft and the Slowmatics called Ascend, Descend. That was good. I listened to the new Dalek album, Precipice, the new Spiritualized album. Oh, new wait, Hel- like Hel- Dalek, like the rapper? The rapper yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah, fr- from Newark. Oh, cool. Hey, wait, is that good? Let's let's yeah. back it up. Yo, because they are yeah. the shit. Yeah, it was very cool. good. Cool, so that record's good? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Fuck it. I definitely got to listen to it again. New Spiritualized, yeah, Helms Ali. Oh, that would be dope. New Somali Yacht Club. This band hat. Wait, what is that? That sounds exciting. Somali Yacht Club is they're like uh, like a bit more of a like psychedelic stoner metal band. Um, very spacey uh, and they're Ukrainian, so they're you know kind of dealing with some shit right now. <laughs> uh, listen to the new EP from Huntsmen. They're a great band. It's called The Dying Pines. I listen to Child Bite. Uh, That's a good their name. album Blow Off the Album Blow Off the Omens. 
there's this great band called Nomas. They're like a death grind band. Their oh, fuck album, yeah. They're fantastic. so sick. Yeah. Oh, they're super good. Here, um, let me ask you a crazy question. How do you listen to music? How do you consume music? Mostly listen to it just through streaming, but I've been trying to like listen more on Bandcamp as much as I can. And, you know, I have a, a small but growing record and tape collection. Oh, word. What's, uh, what's your favorite thing in your collection so far? Um, probably my mom's copy of the, of a discharge of like the classic discharge album. Oh, fuck. Your mom was like, cool, cool. Yeah. Like when I found that, I was like, what? Yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So that's probably one of my favorite things that I have. I just think that's a really fucking rad record to have. How about in your uh, tape collection? What do you got there? Um, I mean, they're all pretty new. I have the soundtrack to Godzilla in 1998. Oh, sick. <laughs> That's a monster soundtrack. Fucking P. Diddy ripping off uh, Led Zeppelin. He didn't rip it off. He gave Jimmy Page money to be on the track. <laughs> and in the video. And in the video. It's amazing. And, it's, it's, and... it's P. Diddy featuring uh, uh, Jimmy Page. It's amazing. They got the Jamiroquai money from that. The Jamiroquai money. Yeah. <laughs> no, monster soundtrack. What was the Rage song on there? Uh, deeper one? underground, I think it was Fuck. called. No, yeah. that's Jamiroquai. Oh no, it was. Oh yeah, that's Jamiroquai. Um, I don't remember the name of the Rage song. Ghost. It was Ghost. Ghost. Of, I think so. No fact checking. <laughs> that, we don't have a video feed anymore. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. That's a good tape. And I found this old reggae tape on the street in Brooklyn by this artist called Burning Spear. That is awesome. That's oh cool. Another fucking awesome thing that i i just found randomly on the street that was very cool no that's it congratulations i I also picked things up off the floor so congratulations (laughs) (laughs) hey sometimes you just can't say no exactly yeah i I one time found a weird reggae tape also on the floor and it was called dread zeppelin and it was led zeppelin reggae covers easy star all-stars what that's easy star all-stars is dread zeppelin yeah they did Radio Dread as well. It's yeah. They did OK Computer. Yeah, I found a cassette on the floor. I'm like, this they is did Thriller keeping. as well. Oh, God. They kill it. And, Sorry about uh, that. We got we got caught in a side conversation. All good. And then just since we're talking about tapes, listen to my friends in Altered States, their demo called Dark Crossroads. Uh, Artificial Brain picked up just like a two-tracker from them called Butchering Cosmic Giants. And uh, High on Fire, Snakes for the Divine. Oh, sick. That on tape. Shel- Very no different listening experience for that album. Yo, tape. tapes are the shit. I love tapes. I think that might it's be my favorite cool way to listen to music. Yeah, like I don't want to speak disparagingly of records as we try to sell records, but um, or vinyls. But man, I hate flipping a vinyl record. It is my least favorite thing to do on the planet. There is something fun about the tape. It's just like something. The, yep. With the big buttons and everything. Big buttons, like cranks, and th- yeah, things are moving. No, yeah, no, tapes are the shit. Speaking of flipping records, so you don't have to flip this record to finish out the album. All of Side A is our new album, and Side B is Bread and Circuses. Oh, we should have promoted that, yes. It's a surprise everyone gets. Well, I was going to say, um, is there anything you want to promote or plug right now? And, uh, you know, this is the time to do it. Cowards and Thieves has a... The, the LP coming out would be coming out digital and physically and side A is the new album dedicated to dead people and side B is the older record Bread and Circuses so um, those are available online 
or if you come out to a show, they're definitely available at a show. Cowardsandthieves.bigcartel.com. Google that shit, man. Y'all, y'all got a Google machine. And then we got uh we got some no coffee shit coming out. Just fucking hit us up on, on the Instagrams and and follow us there, both bands. I think that's the most the best way to get the accurate and quick information from us. Yeah. We're kind of a mess. <laughs> a big loud mess. Yeah. We're out here. You're just doing your thing, man. I'm trying. With that, I'll be quote unquote off to Desert Fest. Um, hey. But uh, thanks for coming on the show. This has been Cowards and Thieves. Uh, you can check out their new album on uh, Friday the 13th, the day after this episode is released. And go check them out on tour. They'll be probably dropping by to your local saloons at some point. Hell yeah. If you're at Desert Fest, say hello to Torch. Oh, yeah, definitely will. Sick. Those dudes rule. Thank you so much for having us, Dylan. This is awesome. Appreciate it. Sorry the feed went out because of the venue Wi-Fi. Ah, that's okay. Fuck it. Felt like a real, you know, road interview. Like, you know, people got to do this all the time. You're now maybe like the third podcast we've done. So maybe we're getting better at them or maybe we're getting used to them. It's a very awkward situation. So thank you for like bearing with us on this. Ah, no problem. My pleasure. That'll do it for this chapter of the diary. Have a great day, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Diary of Doom. That's a good place, though.